Welcome, my name is Lena, and this is the podcast Movement, where we're focused on changing mindsets with understanding and conversation. So today we will be talking to you about the topic intolerance in India, and joined with me, joining with me is my sister, and her name is Zena. Zena, introduce yourself. Say something, a fun fact about yourself. I like junk food. You don't like junk food. So that can be my interesting fact for today. Zena likes junk food and Lina likes some junk food. Okay, so the topic we have for today is intolerance in India, which is kind of a controversial topic and it makes it very, very intimidating to talk about. Don't you think? I agree. So you have to be careful. You have to feel like you need to be careful with what you say and not overstep boundaries or offend anyone. But I hope you learned something new from us today. And if you agree with us, leave a comment below. And if you disagree with us, still leave a comment below because we're all about the conversation. So let's start off with a really, really big question for two very small people, which is, is India intolerant? So this question has caused a lot of debate since around even 2014. And we still haven't come up with a satisfactory answer for everyone so let's try and do that today okay Zana? okay let's go okay so the first question i have for Zana is what kind of intolerance is most prevalent in india in your opinion as a muslim i would say religious intolerance okay what other intolerance what other forms of intolerance are there around the world not just in india okay Okay, what is intolerance? More than that, we not being able to stand different beliefs, different opinions, and different ideas. Hmm. Okay. So, what does an intolerant person do? In what do you think an intolerant person would act without patience? Okay, that's true. So, intolerance is when you are unable to accept someone else's beliefs or views just because they're different from yours so intolerance doesn't necessarily have to be about opinions it can also be about physical features so like sometimes white people cannot accept that black people and dark-skinned people exist and that makes them intolerant racist yes racist and racist is like a sub form of intolerance So someone who is a racist is also someone who is intolerant. India is a very big country. So saying that everybody in India is intolerant is kind of like saying that every Indian can speak Hindi. It's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. Like you can't say like everyone is the same. Yeah. So even like where the city that we come from in Hyderabad like you see like in in the same place you'll find like certain areas where it's predominantly lived by Muslims mm-hmm. and then there's some areas that are pre- predominantly Hindu and then there'll be some areas that are both Hindus and Muslims living together so there's like a very um, there's a split in a way of 
aware of what what do people in India agree on and what do they disagree on. But I think when people become really defensive and say like, oh my God, India is not intolerant. I think that's where I have a problem with. Because it's just like saying that everybody in India is intolerant. To say that everyone in India is tolerant is just like saying that everyone in India is intolerant. And I don't think, do you think there's a country right now that's completely tolerant? Zero. No. Yeah, because even if there's one person in the country, like, who who is intolerant, then the whole country cannot be defined as a tolerant country. Exactly. So, which is why, like, this question cannot have, like, a yes or no answer. Yes, majority of the population could be one thing or another, but you can't say that the whole country is a certain way. And then you also have the issue of what makes a country a country. What, what do you, Zana, what do you think makes a country a country? It's people. But also it's laws. laws and the people who rule. So there are a lot of things that make a country a country. So it's land and what else? Economic wealth. It's wealth. So there are a lot of factors that you have to consider when you're defining what a nation is. But I think for right now, on the, to- on the topic of intolerance, we can say that India is its laws and its people. Agreed. Like, that's what majority, like, most of it represents intolerance. Like, you can't say wealth shows intolerance. Like, hmm. that's not a factor right now. Exactly. So, when we're talking about, uh, let's talk about the laws and policies of India, because that's slightly more hopeful when we look at that. Have you read the Constitution of India ever? No, I can't. This is a question for everyone out there as well. If you have you read the Constitution of India, and if you haven't, I think you should read it. Zena, I recommend the Constitution of India. It's aren't there a lot of articles? Articles? Yes, but I mean, it's your country. You should know like what the Constitution of your country is and what it stands for. But the Constitution of India is so beautiful. Like, I think this year was the first time that I ever read it, and I was blown away because it doesn't represent the current narrative of the current country. Like, you wouldn't read the Constitution and say, yes, this is what India stands for and all its people stand for. Like, it's very different due to the people. So uh, the Constitution of India states that you have like religious freedom, you have the freedom to establish uh, educational institutions uh, that are teaching a certain religion, and you have nobody is to be discriminated against for race, religion, caste, gender, you name it, like you cannot discriminate in India according to the constitution. And what do you think, Zana? What? Why do you think the constitution of India is so perfect? I think this is because um, before the constitution was made, Indians went through all of this, like problems caused by uh, the discrimination mm-hmm. and inequality. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I think, like, when they were drafting the Constitution, they wanted 
a better life for like generations after exactly so they went through what uh, a sort of intolerance that we haven't gone through like we like being around 19 and you being 14 we haven't gone through the such a lens of like being discriminated against because of the places place we, that we live in but and the time that we live in the constitution is perfect because of the history that india has been through so it was very like they if they wanted to they could have just you know like discriminated against the british people they could have said that no british person should be allowed to enter india and if they do they would not be given the rights uh, that a normal indian citizen would be given but that is not the case so what does this tell you about the people of the time that they were tolerant and they realized that tolerance is the answer to a lot of the problems and it could prevent us from a lot of problems in our society but uh, to us today like i think we've kind of forgotten that mm-hmm. we've forgotten where the constitution comes from because i think there's this very interesting interview that i watched that was like by this youtube channel that um this person was interviewing um protesters at a rally so this protester was uh, he, the person he was interviewing he was talking about um like how india should india allow like people of all religions to live here or should it just be a hindu nation and the person said well it should just be a hindu nation and the interviewer said that that goes against the constitution of india and the person said well then we should change the constitution of india and i think those are the people that i hate like you can say like you can you you can't change the fabric of your country India was built on that constitution. Exactly. Like we wanted a nation based on those constitution and it took a long time to come to that. And there isn't where you can want system systemic change and you can want changes in policies and laws, but the constitution is something that the way it is, it's I I believe it's untouchable right now and it should be that way. And if it's changed like it could hurt a lot of people in the country the constitution is deeply rooted like it it took so much hard work to get to and like it, like people fought so much for it and and you just want to change it based on the fact that you want it completely hindu nation when there shouldn't be a reason for you to want that if you're free to yeah like i don't as a muslim like i don't want india to be a muslim nation I don't either like it like, it, it serves m- as no purpose. Yeah, like I don't see what I would get from that. Yeah. I would much rather live in a country that's uh, like a very inclusive country and includes people of different religions and everyone respects each other. That sounds better than one religion prevailing and that religion's law, you know, winning and everything. Okay so going back to the question of is India intolerant so when it comes to 2014 I think you could answer you could have gotten away with answering no India is not intolerant then in any way that you're talking of even then like people were intolerant right mm-hmm. but the the laws of India and the policies did not reflect that 
so it did not show that the people of india were becoming intolerant so but now you see that like in laws you see a clear intolerance or in in laws that are in policies that are being suggested you see that discrimination and that intolerance that we're talking about today so are, are you aware of any of these policies no not really not even one well isn't there uh, restrictions on apparently eating beef in some states yeah but i think there's a bigger one you should know about that you're forgetting oh the i don't know uh it was in 2019 this the yeah yeah <laughs> i don't remember what the it's abbreviation a, a was alphabets okay yeah. do you not remember the letters no i don't remember the abbreviation the full it's fine if you don't remember the full form but just the letter no it the was nrc a and nrc nrc yeah. yeah so those were don't both of them mean the same thing though no oh. they're two different things Okay. Well, that's a whole other thing to dive into. But that's not what we're talking about. But I think that was a clear indication of India's India becoming. But also, what was kind of hopeful when we saw that was when people were marching against CAA and NRC. It wasn't just one religion. It wasn't yeah. just people of one religion. It was people of all religions that realized that. India was changing and not for the better. Yeah, and we didn't want that to happen. So you see that kind of um chain, that kind of um everyone coming together for the same thing and that's what India is. And that's what we want India to be, but when we have prejudice and when we have intolerance in ourselves, then we can't expect others to not have it. So today like we we're talking about intolerance and later in a few minutes we'll be talking about how you can move towards being more tolerant. Okay, before mm-hmm. that another thing that I want to uh talk about is intolerance in India during the pandemic. During COVID-19. So that's around March, April 2020. Mm. So do you think that you're seeing more intolerance during the pandemic? Well, obviously I haven't been to India recently uh, or like at all during the whole pandemic. Get pandemic, but um, No, but just in news and what you hear from people, do you think there's intolerance? You can say no or, or yes, like it doesn't matter. But no, not really. right even i don't think there has been any visible intolerance when it comes to like distribution mm. of resources vaccines we see actually we see a lot of hope of people of different religions helping each other like i think the news recently covered like um like a group of six uh building like an area where um like covid patients could come who were being rejected from hospitals for mm-hmm. not having enough beds and oxygen tanks where they were helping other people mm-hmm. so that was really nice to see like a religious a uh, group of uh, religious people coming together because of their religion 
but to help everybody mm. that's very hopeful that's like admirable. i think that's yeah and that's the way religion should be used mm. like you should be able to call on to your friends and say okay let's help everyone mm. and you know them just because of their religion mm. so another topic that we have is white obsession which is a uh, different compared to what we've talked about intolerance so far but it's very very interesting like um you can tell by the name right mm. white obsession so what do you think okay this is also comes down to like how big india is and how different everybody in india is so do you think most indians wh- what skin color do most indians have i think in the shades of brown right but which shade of brown i don't know the lighter shades the lighter shades or the darker shades the lighter shades i think it could be the darker shades no but i think that's mainly because a lot of indians work in the sun and the sun's very harsh so so it like darkens their skin yeah that means they have dark skin no that's not dark skin they just got tanned they weren't born with it but that still means they have dark skin no but they it's just tanned it, it's a very it's a desirable effect on some people but like it's not what they were born with but like a place skin color is according to like the so like the what's the word for it the the environmental factors yeah so obviously sunnier places are bound to have darker people and less sunnier places will have paler people yeah but then if you if a, if a white a person with white skin was to get tanned while working outside wouldn't you say that oh you know that person was originally white skinned but no but they wouldn't drastically become that dark i don't think the change is that drastic <laughs> that you would change like you would be like no this person was fair before but now they're dark but indians work until they're like 80 something yeah so but okay so if this person was confined to like a dark space do you think that they would become fair again no exactly so that would mean that they're dark skinned okay fine i would think that they're dark i think most people i agree with you that most people in india are brown yeah they're just <laughs> brown let's we're just, just brown let's like, just say they're in within the shades of brown yeah but it's so weird that us being okay there's this very interesting thing one of my friends once told me which was said india is like a color map so you would mostly see like even though you can see like fair people like everywhere in india and dark skin people everywhere in india you would say that most people who live in the north are like fairer skinned and lighter skinned lighter browns mm-hmm. and people in the south are like darker skinned again because of environmental factors yes exactly environmental fa- factors like play a big role in skin color so but why is it that indians are obsessed with white skin <sighs> why do we want white skin so badly i think it's a good question I, i think having white skin and a lot of like why we're talking about skin color is because uh, people can be intolerant towards people with darker skin 
in India. And it's nothing to do with race, which is the most surprising part. Because like all around the world, when you hear people being discriminated for the color of their skin, it's usually because they are a different race and they have different ancestry. Okay? And that's, while it's not justifiable in any shape or form, you can understand that they're, they think that they're people from two different places. But for Indians, we're, we're all believe we're all Indian, and then we continue to discriminate yeah. each other because of our skin color. And you constantly put down people who have darker skin. But why? Why is maybe, white or why is fair considered to be better? Maybe they think because like people from West are like more superior or something. But we you'll never find an Indian openly admitting to that. Yeah, you'll never find them openly admitting to that. But that's, you know, before even like the fact that like, you know, me being raised in an Indian family, even I had thoughts of me wanting white skin. Like, it's, it was pretty common for me to think I want lighter skin. That's really funny because I never thought I wanted white skin. Yeah, well, aren't you noble? Not that, that's nothing to do with no, noble, nobility. But I think, I, I would assume that even you wouldn't want white skin. Yeah. Do you I'm, want white skin now? No, I don't. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, no, it doesn't but, matter. But what made you want white skin? Because everyone said it was like, you know, white skin people are be- look better. Yeah. And it's not like they openly say that, oh, people with white skin are better, even though some people do say openly that. Openly say that. But, but when, when they're placed with like two people of, okay, let's say average beauty. Yeah. And one has white skin and one has mm-hmm. brown skin. Okay. They're going to say the white skin, skin person looks better. Looks is more beautiful whatever that means so and these okay so i agree with you that it's a a western driven thing Mm. i think we're obsessed with europeans and americans yeah i feel like it's it's like something that goes back to before the constitution oh you mean during the british rule during the british rule and like the fact that the british ruled over the indians Okay, so okay, so you're saying that okay, the British were white. They ruled over Indians, who were some of them were dark, dark skin. So they want white skin so that they can feel more superior. So they think white skin is more superior. Maybe. Yes, I feel like that. That seems a very reasonable conclusion I've come to. But it's so stupid. <laughs> like it is. It it's is. like the 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 race or the people that oppressed you. You consider that to be more beautiful than the race that freed you. Yeah. And that's so sad. It is. But even I feel like it, it's about like... Mm, yeah. I think it's very Euro-driven, e- Eurocentric, yeah. Euro-driven obsession. And you see these like... You see this come up once you get older. Like when you... Okay, actually, when you're younger as well. Like, I mean, I've heard, like, our, like they'll look at people's ears and see if they're dark to see, like, what the skin color of the baby will be. What? And, like, they'll put, like, some lotions and stuff on a baby just so that they can have fairer skin. I don't understand why we can't understand. 
why we don't understand that genetics plays a big yeah. role like oh, what do the years have to do with skin color i have no idea huh? it's just one of those myths wow. and uh, old wives tales and traditions that people follow mm. so i think now would be a good time to go into um what how we can fight intolerance and how can how can we be more tolerant how do you think we can be more tolerant then i feel like um since me like even though i'm an indian i am i i would personally say that i'm not intolerant towards like you know i'm not racist nor am i like religiously okay but you know like most re- racist and intolerant people don't really know that they're racist or intolerant they claim to be like very tolerant do you think i'm intolerant no but like what makes you think you are really tolerant <sighs> that's a big question because i think instead like i think we waste our time in pointing fingers at each other like oh that person should work on their tolerance and that person should be more accepting and stuff like that when we if we all looked to ourselves and we try to fix that and in the people around us like our family and our friends then there we would be more productive than pointing fingers at each other i feel like it even depends on like what sort of environment you were raised in hmm. because i was raised in an environment where i was surrounded by all skin colors all languages all um all all religions but but like in india where like you, you're raised in an environment surrounded only by a certain ethnicity of people like you don't you're not as accepting towards stranger to strangers or like strange like different ideas or different opinions i think indian indian people are accepting towards someone who is who looks different like i don't think they discriminate much mm. maybe in some places but i don't think i've ever seen someone being treated unfairly because of where they were from what do you define as kindness like as long as you like if you're going to uh, if someone's going to take you somewhere obviously you're going to pay them so like if i'm going to pay a cab a cab driver to like take me somewhere he would take me there no but imagine if the cab driver doesn't stop for you because you look different that's called not being kind that but then like you know so like i i don't mean to say this in a bad way but like foreigners have more money no that's also a big misconception no i, I feel like that's a big misconception among the cab drivers or oh, that foreigners have, have more, more money. money so they're going to charge foreigners more no that's just the way they earn okay and that's like how honest they are at their work there's nothing to do with the race like they're just going to be like oh you come from somewhere else you must have more money let me charge you more yeah that's different but they're not going to do that like even if a white person showed up and a, a black person showed up they still charge them high yeah but they wouldn't like you know i don't know i feel like they'd be kinder to the white people hmm that's true though that's that's interesting so indians are racist also some of them <laughs> i think that i would like thing. to remind viewers not to take offense at these yeah. words i think what i think like one thing that we want to establish that from what all we've talked today is that when we say indians or when we say 
Muslims or when we say Hindus or when we say any one thing, it's very like we nobody means all of those people. Yeah. We're just like you know like defining. we're Indians like we'll say like Indians are racist and then we're Indians as well. Yeah, like so we don't mean that every single Indians are racist. We're just talking about like a particular group that might be like that. So and you know like in a society like, there will always be intolerant people. Yeah. Like there's not going to be a society where they're completely everyone is tolerant of each other. Like if there is a society which which is completely tolerant, it is perfect. Yeah, like that would be like uh there is the no such thing epitome as of a society. Yeah, it, like it's no the such highest thing. of the high. So, I think but you know like tolerance has such um creates such potential in a society. Mm. Like the more tolerant you become, you can stop focusing on smaller issues in the society and go towards fixing the bigger problems. Like if we stop looking at uh the a caste of a person or the religion of a person we could do so much for education mm-hmm. we could do so much for, for poverty poverty yeah there and child marriage there there's so many things in india that we could talk about and we could fix if we started to look past this and past our differences like we talk about them and we agree that we have differences but then it's good to you know move on and focus on bigger things that could actually be productive and good for our country it would also help you to keep your mouth in check <laughs> yeah that's something i added in like on a piece of paper and then i'm just reading it out now but i think that's important because we you know like we expect other people to not say bad things and sometimes we'll say bad things I did that a lot with you as a sister yes. yes like I I would say Lena don't do this but yeah it's it's equivalent to you saying Lena don't call me stupid and then calling me like stupid 5 seconds later so it's like you know like stop being a hypocrite so instead of telling someone else to not say something like check check for yourself like you know if you're if you're you know like if you're tolerant and if you say good things there there's bound to be people around you who learn from you mm. who see how accepting of a person you are and are like i want to be like that because they are i've come across nice people and i think oh to myself like oh i want to be like that that's that's a small way that you can be you know inspiring towards another person without even knowing it it's good to take that small steps mm-hmm So any closing words not really. I think I want to say like this is our first first podcast so we might have been all over the place. Mm, I agree. But I hope you enjoyed our conversation which was mostly me just ranting. I didn't talk much. Why? No, like what should I do? Agree with you? I agreed with what you said, but like Should I just keep saying agreed? Yes, I agree. No, yes. but if you have more points, you're free to add. You know. Yeah, I think you got all the points, Dan. Yeah, but this is a topic that that can be talked about for like hours and hours, and we didn't like we didn't want to make this like pointing fingers at anyone. Yeah. Like it's not to say that you know this this group of people is the problem or this group of people is the problem or we're all a problem. It's just that you know like we need conversation. Yeah. 
like you, it's good to communicate like yes. you should you should communicate and like understand exactly so i think communication is key with whatever problem that you're having just communicate right yeah okay with that we're signing off i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope we make more episodes see you in the next one bye bye